Kirkwood. It's June, and it's time for another one of our KPL podcasts. I'm Jigisha Patel, a reference and technology librarian here at the library. And I'm Ryan Drinkard, a reference and technology librarian here at the Kirkwood <laughs> Public Library. So are you enjoying the summer? So far, so good. Uh, read so many great books, seen so many fantastic movies, and it's just the beginning. That's true. There's always so many great action movies that come out during the summertime. And lots of books that come out. Lots of fun beach reads. Yes, so many that I'll never have the time to read them all. My list of books is endless, and I feel like I'm just adding... Actually, it kind of stresses me out a little bit sometimes. I have to stop adding books to my list because it just doesn't seem to want to end. And of course, you know, there's people writing books all the time. It would just stop for a month or two so I can catch up. <laughs> Slow down already. Uh, no, I know what you mean. It grows by the day, and I have to make cold calculations as to which ones I actually have time to read. Anyway, so Kirkwood, summer reading kicked off back in May 18th, and it has been going strong. So if you haven't come down to the library to sign up, please do so. Summer reading goes all the way till August 11th. Yeah, so come on in. Uh, all summer long, we'll have fun activities and interactive displays. We'll have puzzles, trivia, world recipes, caption contests, and so much more. Uh, register for programs and register for the summer reading online at kirkwoodpubliclibrary.org or give us a call at 314-821-5770, option 2. We'll get you signed up. One of the things we wanted to talk about is the Route 66 Festival. And it is Saturday, June 8th in downtown Kirkwood from 5 to 11 p.m. And of course, you know the theme of the festival is cars and guitars. And I always look forward to checking out the vintage vehicles that are parked all over Kirkwood. And I enjoy the music and all the restaurants. There's a lot of good food. Oh, man. Yeah. So please come and check out the festival June 8th. We also have lots of great programming coming up. And we're going to talk to you about our homebound services. You'll get to meet another one of our colleagues, Barbara Cockrell. And she's going to tell you all about homebound. We'll also be discussing some of our favorite Father's Day titles. And June is Pride Month, so happy Pride Month. We'll be discussing some of our favorite LGBT protagonists uh, in books and in films. Um, so we've got a lot coming up. Hey, Jagisha, would you like to talk about programming? I would. Well, then take it away. Coming up on June 4th at 7 p.m. is an author talk and book signing. The title is St. Louis State Hospital, A 150-Year Journey Toward Hope by Amanda Hunyer. To honor the upcoming 150th anniversary of St. Louis State Hospital, the author is going to be talking to you about a discovery she made while she was working at the hospital for the last four years. She discovered long-forgotten archival material tucked away in the nooks and crannies of the iconic dome building at 5400 Arsenal. Please join us if you like to learn more about the treasure trove she discovered. Looking to enjoy some music? Well, then you're in luck. World musician and virtuoso, performer of the Indian sitar, Chris Stevens will be joining us on Sunday, June 9th at 2 p.m. for Music in the Library. We have some of our regular programming coming up. Tuesday, June 18th at 7 p.m., we got Good Yarn Stitching Club. Bring your current yarn project and have some fun with your fellow crafters. Please join us on Saturday, June 22nd at 2 p.m. for author talk and book signing with Lorenzo Gonzalez. He will be discussing his book, To Return to Cuba, 
Lorenzo lives in University City, but was born in Cuba. Attendees will hear about his life story as it played out against the backdrop of major historical events in Cuba, the U.S., and Eastern Europe during the Cold War. Books will be available for sale and signing at the event. Sounds like an interesting one. Does. Ooh, Cold War in Cuba. Who doesn't like history? Fascinating topics. We have our crafter work Wednesday at 7 p.m. on June 26th. And guess what? Perennial is back again. And this time they're going to be showing you how to make rolled paper frames. Registration is required because space is limited. Please register at www.kirkwoodpubliclibrary.org calendar. Or you can always just give us a call and we'll put you down on the list. And then... After you've done some crafting, the next afternoon, Thursday, June 27th at 2 p.m., you can come in and learn a little bit about the internet. Tech Savvy Series presents the Internet Scavenger Hunt. So if you've had a little bit of trouble doing various searches on the internet, this is a good hands-on program. It's located in the computer lab, and registration is also required for this because, again, space is limited. Okay, Jagisha. Question. Which bear is best? Question. Who is Justice Beaver? Question. Can you name the employees of Dunder Mifflin? Well, if you know the answer to these and other important questions, then you will want to come to the Office Trivia Night on Tuesday, July 2nd at 7 p.m. and compete for the title of Assistant to the Regional Trivia Manager and win a themed trophy from the library's 3D printer. You are welcome to bring snacks and non-alcoholic beverages. Registration is required, so call 314-821-5770, option 2, or sign your team up at kirkwoodpubliclibrary.org. And how many people on a team? Uh, up to six. Get your uh, tribe together and bring them down. You're all your office mates. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> your office mates should know the office. Don't worry, we have not forgotten about your little ones. We definitely have plenty of programs for them this summer, especially since school is out and they will have lots to do here at the library. So one of the things that we have coming up June 3rd and 17th is sensory play. This is for all ages. It's Monday mornings and it's an opportunity to just come and play no screen time, just playing to encourage hands-on learning. Another program that we have for them is Young Artists. That's Saturday, June 15th. And all they have to do is come and try out different art projects, and they got to dress for a mess. In addition, back due to popular demand is Family Ukulele, Monday, June 3rd. Learn how to play the ukulele with Music and Arts of Crestwood. Now, this one requires an online sign-up, and you want to do this as quickly as possible, because if I remember from last summer, the spots filled up very, very quickly. And then, Ryan, what do we have for the tweens and teens? Uh, we have uh, Teen Yoga on the Lawn. Now, this is Wednesday, June 5th, and June 12th at 2 p.m. Join us for the first program in our outdoor series. Do yoga on the lawn at the library with an instructor. We also have, on June 7th at 5.30 to 7 p.m., the Steam Game Reveal Party. We're having a Steam Celebration. We're debuting all of our new games, and you're invited to be the first and come play them at this after-hours event. Snacks will be provided. Now, this is for ages 13 to 18, and online sign-up is required at kirkwoodpubliclibrary.org. And I am envious of the teens. I know, me too. I was just having the exact same thought. I don't think I remember having this many activities when I, you know, when I used to go to the library a lot as a kid. 
that we had activities, but these are just fun. Yes, my Steam library is far too full. That would be a fun thing. Certainly didn't have it when I was a teen. Also, we're having a Pride Month celebration. This is uh, for teens on Saturday, June 15th at 1 to 3 p.m. Celebrate yourself. Be an ally. Come join us for a fun afternoon of Pride celebrations. We'll have fun foods and drinks, a photo booth, and much, much more. Come join us then. Uh, So those are our June programs, but are you looking for a good book club? Well, did you know the Kirkwood Public Library has six different book clubs? And most meet monthly. You can choose between Mystery Readers, Book Club at the End of the Universe, Readers Circle Book Discussion, the Community for Understanding and Hope Book Group, Books on Tap, and the Saturday Morning Perks. You can find information on dates, times, and titles being read at kirkwoodpubliclibrary.org calendar, or give us a call. Welcome back, Kirkwood. Today we're joined by Barbara Cockrell, the coordinator of Homebound and Outreach Services. She's going to be talking with us today about a very important service you may not know that the Kirkwood Public Library provides. Thank you so much for joining us, Barbara. Well, thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit about Homebound Services and what that all entails. Okay. Well, we're lucky at the Kirkwood Public Library to be able to personally deliver books to people in their homes or retirement communities or assisted living facilities or um, other uh, senior living centers in Kirkwood. We're only limited by Kirkwood city limits, uh, but we, staff members, and our friendly volunteers will take books, movies, magazines, even puzzles um, to residents, uh, patrons of the library who can't come to us. Well, that sounds fantastic. Uh, How does one become a volunteer? Well, to volunteer, uh, you would just either call the library and let the friendly person who answers the phone let let them know that you're interested in volunteering at the library and specifically for homebound delivery. Or you can go to our website and click on About Us and Volunteering and fill out the forms, send them in, and you'll be on your way to delivering books. Very nice. Now, how does a patron get in touch with you or how do they become someone who gets these deliveries? Well, again, they they or a family member can call the library and ask for the coordinator of Homebound and Outreach Services. And uh, just a quick phone call, it can be set up over the phone, uh, but then I can schedule a visit to either if they need a new library card, get them signed up, and then start bringing materials right to their door. Well, great. What's some of the items you bring to some homebound patrons? Well, uh, just about anything that anyone can check out at the library. So books, movies, music, puzzles, games, and, and even IT stuff. Yes, uh huh. We have hotspots and a Kindle that we uh, will loan out to homebound patrons, and we'll even help them get comfortable with using it and to download books on it. So, uh, yes, many of the services that are available to patrons who come to the library, we extend those out in the community to those who can't come to us, including programming. Oh, fantastic. That's right. I remember last summer you did all the, um, when we were working on the, or not last summer, but last fall when we did the Great American Read, Mm -hmm. and they got a chance to see all the episodes ahead of time, a lot of the uh, patrons. Yes, that was a very popular uh, outreach uh, program that we did for seniors in Kirkwood. 
getting to preview those episodes before they even aired on television. And uh, we've also done technology programs where we go to uh, retirement communities and just help people get comfortable with uh, using either a new smartphone or their laptop or their iPad, and uh, especially if they are interested in downloading books or movies or music from uh, our collection. And now, several times a week, you go to many of the assisted living facilities and do book browsing events. So mm-hmm. a lot of the patrons, residents there can come down to their lobby areas and look through books, movies, um, books on tape. Yes, uh, that is something that a lot of uh, homebound patrons have missed, was that ability just to come to the library and browse all the new titles and things that have just come out. Because sometimes that's how you find a favorite author or series, is by just stumbling across it while you're browsing at the library. So we've arranged to visit a lot of these facilities and bring materials uh, so that people can come and just look through and, and pick something new and discover something. I've had the pleasure to do a few of these with Barbara over uh, over the time here, and I gotta say they're they're very interesting and always a lot of fun. You get to get to meet members of your community that ordinarily you wouldn't be able to, and have uh, have some great conversations. Yes, yes, we've got uh, several retired librarians out there are in our community, and they love visiting the library at their place of residence now. They do, and we also do a lot of book clubs too mm-hmm. at these various facilities. So I I know I do one at Kirkwood House. Yes, and I do one at Aberdeen Heights and also at Concordia House. And we have several other uh, staff members that that do them out in the community as well. And even if we're not, librarians are not facilitating it, we can help any book club in the community gather their books together and discussion questions and help them organize and uh, we can support their book clubs. Is there anything else that we should know? about the uh, about the homebound? No, just that it's super easy to get set up. And if anyone has any questions about it, either for volunteering or for getting the service set up for a family member, to just give us a call and ask for the homebound and outreach services, and we will make it happen. <laughs> Wonderful. Very nice. We invited you here to ask you a few questions as well. I think we covered what you do for the library. So how about, how long have you been with us? I've been with the Kirkwood Public Library for about three years. I'm the same. I think we were hired about around about the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And over those three years, I'm sure that you have a favorite story about the library or maybe a favorite story uh, homebound or a favorite story. I'd love to hear it. (laughs) Well, Getting out and visiting with people in the community does give me so many uh, connections, and I hear so many wonderful stories and so much appreciation from people for the Kirkwood Public Library and what it's meant to them not only now, but throughout their lives if if they've been longtime Kirkwood residents. Um, So there's so many, it's hard to pick one. But just today, I was at uh, Aberdeen Heights at the Glen, and a gentleman came up to us and said, oh, I love the library. So nice to see you. And then he leaned over and said, when I was a Boy Scout, I did my project at the library, at the Kirkwood Public Library. And then he whispered, that was in 1966. <laughs> so <laughs> we have some real roots in our community and <laughs> a lot of connections to it. All right. So we have to ask you this. So your favorite book or movie, and the, and this month we're talking about, because it's Father's Day, so mm-hmm. we're talking about um, favorite fathers, either in book or movie, or your favorite LGBTQ character, because it's Pride Month. 
Well, uh, for fathers, I'm going to pick a favorite, I think, for a lot of people, and it'd be Atticus Finch from To Kill a Mockingbird. That was mine, too. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I think it's many people's when you think about a fictional father. But I was also thinking about that because that's pretty common. And I I also like Rooster Cogburn, who wasn't a father, but played a father figure in True Grit by um, Charles Portis. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's one of my favorite stories. I've read it to my daughters. And uh, he's just such an interesting character. And I think a good father, fictional father figure. (laughs) And he's a, he's definitely a larger than life character. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about any other favorite movies or books? Well, I think I do more reading than watching movies. So uh, for LGBTQ, one thing people don't expect from me working with older adults is that I really enjoy reading young adult fiction. And I recently read Ramona Blue by Julie Murphy and has a very strong, very... Um, intricate lgbtq protagonist um and it it was a great story i think for ya and i'm also reading less by andrew sean greer and that's been a pulitzer prize winning book and uh has a has a great main character as well in that area i've certainly heard good things about both those titles i'd like to uh, get to them at some point gotta add them to my pile (laughs) (laughs) the list that never ends that's right (laughs) Well, Barbara, thank you so much for joining us today. It was great to learn a little bit more about Homebound Services and your time here at the library. Thank you. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you so much. So it is going to be Father's Day later this month, and it is Gay Pride Month, as we said earlier in the podcast. And so we have some thoughts and recommendations on books and movies that you might enjoy within these topics. So, Ryan, you take it away. (laughs) (laughs) I just blanked. All right, so what should we start with? Pride Month or Father's Day topics? Uh, either one. Let's start with Father's Day. Okay. Uh, well, happy Father's Day out there to David Drinkard, who listens to this podcast. Did you want to give a, your dad a Oh, shout yeah. Out? Happy Father's Day, Dad. I've got a number of uh, Father's Day titles that I think are are fantastic. The one that I think is one of my favorites is actually neither a book nor a movie. It is, in fact, a video game. There's a game called The Last of Us, and I think it exemplifies what a true dad is. Well, maybe. So basically, the basic plot is that there is a zombie outbreak that is caused by... Don't laugh. <laughs> you have to laugh. You... We have zombies again. <laughs> okay. Sure. But they end up becoming more of like a backdrop. It's, it's more of a human story. It's basically the story of a dad whose, whose daughter dies the day of the outbreak. Uh spoilers it happens in like the first 10 minutes it's not really a spoiler and then basically we jump about to 20 years later and this guy now has done is living in boston has done terrible things to essentially survive and through circumstances basically ends up as a protector of a young girl named ellie uh and what follows is essentially a cross-country road trip where this unlikely pair has to get from one side of the country essentially to the next uh or to the other uh dodging terrible people and monsters all the way and over time a likely an unlikely bond starts to form and he starts to care again it is a really great human drama it is it's more of a movie than a video game uh i highly recommend it it's called the last of us it was made about six years ago and if you haven't 
I was about to say watched it. If you haven't played it, then you then you're truly missing out. Other favorite Father's Day, I know one that was a favorite growing up would be uh, Clark Griswold from National Lampoon's Vacation. Pretty funny movie. Uh, that first one is uh, Family Road Trip Gone Terribly Wrong. I remember that. That was that was hilarious, and just the the trouble they all got into, and then they tried to fix it, and that made it even worse. <laughs> just trying to get to Wally World. Uh, some parts of it haven't aged exactly well, but I mean, still on the whole, you know, a comedy from the 80s, it still holds up fairly well, I think. Speaking of iconic fathers, has anyone out there seen Star Wars? Uh, <laughs> Darth Vader, probably one of my favorite fathers out there. He is a dad. <laughs> Maybe not the best dad, uh, but certainly a very important dad to popular culture. And in literature... Well, can I just interrupt? You go There's a right ahead. feminist part of me that says he introduces himself to Luke. And I realize when the movies were made, but he doesn't do that to Leia. I mean, they're both his kids. They were twins. Correct. Okay, so thinking about it, I don't know if he knew or not. I know, like, supposedly he finds out about Luke in between episode four and episode five. I'm not entirely sure. I don't think he knew about Leia at the time. I think he does find out. Well, obviously, he finds out about her. But I think at that time, I think he only knew 100% about Luke. Interesting. Okay. All right. I'll let that one slide. <laughs> <laughs> Not that one should forget about Leia. She is vital to the rebellion. All right. Speaking about bad dads, how about Jack Torrance from The Shining, uh, Stephen King's book? That's a, that's a classic must read. I remember reading that in high school and I read that too, and well, I saw the movie. I think I remember the movie more just because of Jack Nicholas, mm-hmm. and he kind of chops through that door, and he's like, "You say here's Jack, or no?" He says, "Here's, here's Johnny. Johnny." Yeah, that was an incredible film. Stephen King hated that movie. That uh, it, it diverges from the book considerably, especially how it ends and what it's about at its core. Personally, I think both are very good for two different reasons, and I think the movie is amazing as well. I think the movie's amazing. If you want to get scared, it's a good movie to watch. It will scare you. I agree. Frightening. So there's a couple good dads and a couple of bad dads for my Father's Day recommendations. Well, I have to talk about this one particular book because it is my all-time favorite book, which is To Kill a Mockingbird. And I got to talk about Atticus Finch. One must. And there is another example of where the book and the movie are both amazing things. True. But I just found Atticus so fascinating, mostly because I found Scott so fascinating, or Scout so fascinating, Mm -hmm. because she was a very interesting character, and a lot of it had to do with how he had raised her, and he was a single father raising her uh, alone. She was a very interesting child who was very precocious, Mm -hmm. very uh, curious, and he let her explore that. He wasn't, and especially if you consider the time period that the book is written in, and the fact that she was a girl. Mm-hmm. So he did not smother her curiosity, or not, smother's not the right word, stop? Stifle. Stifle, thank you. Stifle her curiosity. He let her do a lot of different things, and she gets into a lot of mishaps because of it. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I completely agree. So what else did I have for Father's Day? Let's see. So actually, I had um, I have to mention Nancy Drew and her dad. You know, it's kind of interesting how some of the main dads that I remember are single dads in a lot of these movies, a lot of these books and uh, things. But he's also a single dad raising his daughter, Nancy, who is a young adult, young teenage detective. 
And I've always enjoyed her books, and I've always enjoyed her interactions with her dad in the books. It's been a very long time since I've read a Nancy Drew book. I know I have read them years. Okay, well, let's move on to LGBTQ characters. You're up first. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just recently started reading because, I think partially because of you, Uh um, manga and manga. I'm not sure what to pronounce. I'm sure we'll be corrected, but I've heard it both ways. Anyway, I just started reading The Bride Was a Boy. It's a true story, and it's by, I believe it's Kai. It's pronounced Kai. C-H-I-I. So please correct me if I'm wrong. I believe that's right. So far, I've only just begun, and it's really very good. And I highly recommend it, especially if it's your first foray into manga. Manga. I'm going to say it both ways. (laughs) Let's make sure I get it. Let's call the whole thing off. Then for movies. Now, this is another sad one is Imitation Game. That is a very good movie. It is really good. I really loved Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch in the movie. He was very good. He played Alan Turing, mm-hmm. who is the person who cracked the Enigma Code, and that's how the Allies were able to, partially how the Allies were able to defeat the Nazis during World War II. Right. The father of the PC. Essentially, yeah. yeah. He basically created the... Thinking machine. The thinking machine, yes. And this little computer thing that you carry around in your hand all day. <laughs> he started it all in a way. Certainly, yeah. And uh, his story, I mean, again, I, I don't know if it's spoilers with such a uh, prolific figure of history. Well, prolific might not be the right word. Somebody we should have been talking about, but we never really did. To that end, I was going to mention as well that Oscar Wilde, kind of in the same boat. Uh, he was going to be somebody that... I, the, he is somebody I'm mentioning, too, for uh, Pride Month, that he... Uh, he has done so many important works, uh, like The Importance of Being Earnest and The uh, Picture of Dorian Gray. That's true. So a few other things. It wouldn't be a review section from myself if I didn't have some graphic novels to mention. I'm just going to be brief. I, I definitely did mention America Chavez as being one of my favorite comic book characters that Marvel has made. Uh, she herself is a lesbian. And also... DC had done a great job with Batwoman, who I believe is getting a TV show, as well as another LGBT character. A book that I've read recently is called Bingo Love. Uh, it is a graphic novel. It's uh, it's written by an author, uh, T. Franklin. Uh, it's pretty good. It's very good. It's basically the story of uh, two young women who meet in a church bingo hall in the 1960s, and then they fall in love, and then, well, it's the 1960s in the South, so society and their family basically separates them. And they go their own way, and they you know, raise families, and then they reunite as, uh, as much older ladies, and then they realize that they're still in love, and that you know, time is fleeting, and they need to act upon this. And what happens next is, you know, a very moving family drama. Uh, it highlights, you know, the, the long struggle that LGBT members of our community has had to put up with and still has to put up with this to this day. But it's, it's, it's a tender, heartwarming story, and I recommend it. Another LGBT character I'd like to mention, being a big fan of Doctor Who and science fiction, it has taken them forever, but in the last season of Peter Capaldi, they had uh, the character Bill Potts, who was the first openly gay character that was a companion of the Doctors. Uh, She was played by Pearl Mackey, and her time on the show was far, far too short. She was there for a season, 
and I understand why she didn't carry over to the next season because then they were basically rebooting the show or not rebooting, but moving on to a new doctor. So they, they wanted new companions for that new doctor, but she was fantastic and the character was fantastic. Nice. Well, those are our recommendations. Tell us about yours. What are your favorites? We'd love to hear from you. Yes. Father's Day, Pride Month, or just whatever book you're reading in June. We'd love to hear it. And now for the moment you are all waiting for. It's time to announce our winner from our April contest. As avid listeners will remember, we had a contest that if you wrote a review on iTunes, you would be entered into a drawing for a $10 off 3D printing coupon. Well, we've had some great submissions, and I thank everyone who has. But our winner uh, for the April contest goes to MandyM.M with her comment titled, Love, Love, Love. Love this new podcast. I enjoy hearing the upcoming events and have learned of some services I didn't know the library does. Keep it up. Well, we will. And thank you, Mandy, so much. To get your prize, call Kirkwood Public Library at 314-821-5770 and ask for either Ryan or Jagisha, and we'll get you your prize. And you don't have to enter a contest to leave us a valuable review. So please, everyone out there in Kirkwood, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a comment on iTunes. Every bit helps, and we certainly want to hear from you. I agree. And congratulations, Mandy. So that was your June episode, Kirkwood. Thank you so much for joining us. Jagisha and I are off now to go enjoy our summer, but we'll see you right back here for July, where we'll talk more about summer and all things Kirkwood Public Library. See you next month. Bye.